0: hey everybody i'm eric and today i watched wwe 2018 week two which took place on january 8th 9th and 10th and consisted of RAW episode 1285, SmackDown 960, 205 Live number 59, main event number 276, and NXT 429. I'm calling this week Champions Club as it's the 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 dorkiest stable name that could possibly be come up with, and it was come up with in the opening segment of Raw by Jason Jordan. But before I talk about that, I have my fire, my, yeah, my fire here right now. I don't want to say the brand name of it because that's the trigger word for it. I changed it from Alexa because, uh, at least when I'm recording, I say Alexa a lot more than I do Amazon. Who is the best wrestler in WWE? My favorite would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, that's that's a pretty good answer. I tried asking about current wrestlers and it it didn't it didn't know. Alexa didn't know. Um anyway, yeah, I do say Alexa a lot more than I say the other A word, which I won't say again. And I also won't say uh the the other A I won't say either A word until it's pertinent to be talking about that when One of them appears on screen. One of them does appear on screen. So let's talk about Raw. Episode 1285. We open up with the Shield and, uh, well, I'm going to call them the Shields from now on because we're missing the D in Shield, the Dean Ambrose, and instead we have the JJ. So we got the the Shields. Um, uh, They're all talking about stuff. Uh, Jason's really trying hard to fit in and amp everybody up and be part of the group and, uh, be part of the shields and Roman Seth do not enjoy that, but he, he's determined to call them, uh, this group of ragtag misfits, the, the raw tag team championships, the rat, the raw tag, the rod tag, the ragtag, those are really, those are way too similar to make it into a clever, uh, piece of wordplay. Um, He's determined to uh, call them the Champions Club to combat the Balor Club, consisting of Finn Balor, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson together again. And it feels so good. Like, uh, there's some stuff that you might enjoy about this episode um, or things in general from wwe but uh, i hope at least a lot of people are happy to see finn carl and luke together smiling happy enjoying life this is what we've been waiting for this is one of the things we've been waiting for and it's finally happening it's finally happening will they have any interaction with aj styles probably like a quick backstage thing at the royal rumble Because AJ has his own business to worry about. Maybe, maybe they save the day for AJ. Oh my gosh, that's what has to happen, right? I really, 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 really hope so. Not saying that AJ can't fight off two opponents and retain the championship, but he stands a much better chance if he has some numbers on his side. All right. That's, that's all I'm hoping for. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be really, really upset about the Royal Rumble. Just kidding. Uh, It's going to be so much fun. I, I kind of don't care what happens at the Royal Rumble because it's, there's so much going on in there with 60 people in between the two Royal Rumble, Rumble matches And then we have a tag team championship match. Two tag team championship matches. Yeah. And uh, also the United States championship match. Um, I don't think there's an intercontinental championship match. At least not yet. But I could see it being uh, Roman Reigns defending it against The Miz. And that would mean that neither of them are in the actual Rumble. Which could help people out no that's not necessarily true because Roman was in another match and then came in at number thirty last year right yeah yeah that's why people were upset because he was we already saw him not not that the, that's the only reason people were upset but it was a reason that like th- there's people that we haven't seen yet anyhow um Champions Club I gotta type that before I not going to forget that but i just want to type it because i'm looking at it it's blank next week too right down champions club um anyhow what was i even talking about oh woken matt hardy defeated kurt hawkins and bray wyatt appears and they laugh at each other a little bit um elias jams talks about how he met a million people around the world but one truth remains that wwe stands for walk with elias the Miz is back. Bo and Curtis give Miz all of their clothes as presents to welcome him back. And um, uh, Miz doesn't really care for that. Uh, Enzo Amore returns from having the Influenzo, and he successfully defends the championship against Cedric Alexander. But to do so, well, uh, he didn't really defend it as much as he lost in a way that he didn't lose the championship. Yes, that's it. He he successfully re- retained it because uh, they were both out of the ring for a while. Enzo is completely busted open; his eyebrow is bleeding all over the place, um, and he also messes up his ankle um, after getting flipped over or something. I forget exactly when that happened, um, but it, it, he's a he's a mess. There's all kinds of stuff going on with Enzo. And uh, they're both getting counted out. Cedric makes his way into the ring. And Enzo is about to follow his instinct and get back in to continue the match. But then realizes before he does, like, hey, he's at nine. I'm going to take this as a win. I don't need to lose my championship tonight. So he stays outside of the ring. Counted out. Cedric Alexander wins, but does not obtain the championship from Enzo. So this was... Probably the most exciting um, match or, like, event of the night. Uh, And I hate to say it's because of the injury, but it is. Um, it it's the most interesting thing to happen, I thought. Uh, And then afterwards, Nia goes backstage, tries to check on Enzo. And Enzo, he's so out of it. He's so injured. He's so unlike himself that he says, how are you doing? He 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 dehyphenates no, that's not it. He decontracts, he expands the the how you. How you no, you don't it's not even expanding because he doesn't he doesn't contract it, he just leaves out the R. Just says, how you doing? Anyway. Let's move on. Uh Brock Lesnar and Heyman. Uh Paul Heyman says that he doesn't like that this has tr- transformed. It used to be like who can step up to Brock Lesnar. Now it's what can Brock Lesnar survive next. And you know I kind of yeah I agree with that. Because they're, they're just throwing more and more ridiculous stuff at him. these triple threat matches. I guess this one isn't really that much more than the triple threats with um, uh, Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe. Or is that a fatal four way was Roman Reigns in that, too? I forget. That was back at Great Balls. Oh, no, my bad. That was one-on-one Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Um, at SummerSlam, that was the Fatal 4-Way with Brock, Roman, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strow. The Rojo-Strow. The ro- the rojo Joe. Strow, the ro- the ro- Joe. Stro challenged the bro in that match. Um, So, yeah, this is kind of a step down from that because Kane does not equal Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. So, of course, Brock Lesnar is going to be able to survive it unless Braun and Kane come to an agreement and screw him out of that championship by just laying down for one one or the other which uh was kind of surprising that that didn't happen in that fatal four-way but brock did get a, a nice little break in the middle of that match um if 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 braun strowin just focused kept it in the ring he could have just pinned if he, he totally destroyed brock in the ring could have just pinned him right there but it's because he's outside the ring he couldn't pin him he was, he was uh, among rubble of all those tables. Okay, um, so what happened next? Uh, we had Kane come out. He attacks Brock. And then Braun joins them backstage. And then he somehow finds a grappling hook. I am not sure how a grappling hook got there. It must be a stagehand brought it from home it's like a Batman replica piece from the original uh, 60s television series. He's a real big fan of Batman, carries it with him everywhere he goes. All of his coworkers, his supervisor are like, you got to stop bringing this thing. It's dangerous. Somebody's going to get hurt with that. He's like, I, I don't use it. I don't throw it. I don't swing it around. What's wrong with just having it with me? I set it there. I like to look at it on my breaks and all of that, and they're like, it's taking up space in all these gig cases just leave it at home but we're already on the road for this week so leave it at, take it home with you this weekend please but it's too late the damage is done as ron Strowman finds that grappling hook and pulls down all this scaffolding or uh whatever you call it there's a there's a better word for that structure that i can't remember right now but uh, he pulls it all down, the rigging, all the, the rigging for the lights and stuff. Um, and uh, pulls it down on top of Brock Lesnar and Kane. Uh, so if it didn't have stuff for it to land on, well, it, it, this was pre-taped for sure anyway. So they weren't actually underneath it when it came down. But even if they were, it didn't fall complete, completely to the ground. It hit those, like, gig boxes and stuff. And so when you see Brock like crawling out from under it, like there's a good, there's a good couple of feet above him, uh, where that that rigging was, where it had fallen. But anyway, it was still, it was still bonkers. Um, it uh, it doesn't really up the ante from flipping the ambulance, which is, which is just crazy. Um, and then crashing the ambulance and all that kind of stuff, but it's, it was still pretty fun to watch and I enjoyed it. So out of the ring stuff, this was the most interesting of this episode. Um, uh, but then we also had an interview with Samoa Joe after he faced Rhino, um, where he talked about, a Pyrrhic victory, which I believe I had heard before, but didn't remember what it was exactly and i thought it was awesome that he explained what it was we got to get more of this kind of stuff and i love that it's coming from joe that's yeah let's learn some stuff too and it's 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 uh it's applicable to the situation i love it i love it anyway samoa joe defeated rhino i forget if i did i did i mention that yeah he defeated Rhino with the Kokino Clutch. This follows up their match from a couple of weeks ago. Or no, it wasn't Samoa Joe who fought these guys. It, it was uh it was good old Braun Strowman. When he, when he yelled at Heath, He he's like get in there and get my hands like he he did. Or oh that was great. Um. Oh the tension between Rhino and Heath Slater is growing, which is a shame because Heath Slater got trapped in the airplane bathroom. And uh it's he, he, we gotta give him some slack. So I hope Rhino doesn't turn on him too soon because uh being trapped in the in the sky in an in a small smelly space. Um uh traumatizing trauma not not nowhere near the most traumatizing thing that could happen to a person, but it uh it's enough to make me imagine that happening the next time I go on an airplane and consciously do everything I can to avoid having to use the restroom on the airplane, knowing that it's possible for that. I had never even thought about that possibility. I usually avoid using the restroom on the airplane anyway, but now um, it's, that's all i'm going to be able to think about the next time i fly which um hopefully i can avoid actually having to use the restroom on an airplane so i can so i don't get stuck in there and so i'm not stressed out about the possibility of that happening even though i probably i i i will be next time i fly i will be stressed out for sure about whether or not i'm going to get I'm gonna to have to use the bathroom if I'm gonna get stuck in there. Anyhow, this, this went off on a, a long, long tangent based on the Heath Slater activity. Um let's talk now about what happened next. I'm trying to find my place on the, on my notes here. Oh uh, uh Asuka versus she's gonna fight somebody, but before a match happened, Naya attacks her um and uh we get set up for next week uh Nia Jax will face Asuka uh just see what's up gauge each other's strength how they're doing last time they they went head to head uh Asuka won of course but this was back in NXT maybe Nia Jax has learned some new tricks since then or uh maybe uh Asuka might Uh, be off of her game on next monday night we'll find out asuka's gonna win she's gonna win the royal rumble she has to win the royal rumble um if she does win the when she does win the royal rumble okay here here's my thoughts based on this and the mixed max the mixed match challenge or the meow mix challenge okay let's talk about that for for a second because it starts next week, and you're super excited. We have all of the teams announced now. We have the brackets announced. It's going to be a 12 week tournament. Um, I was wondering how it's going to work. We have six uh, six opening matches. 12 teams. How does that? How is that going to work for a single el- elimination challenge? Well, in week 11, there's going to be a second chance fan vote. So that takes care of that spot and eliminates having any buys for anybody. Well, the, the, the second chance fan vote, they get a buy after losing. But that, anyway, that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so the teams that we have. All right, first, my theory is that uh, whoever wins the two Royal Rumble matches, they, their team will not win the mixed match challenge. So if Asuka wins the Royal Rumble, she will, then she's probably not going to win the Mixed Match Challenge with her partner, we found out this week, is The Miz. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then on the other side of things, I don't really have a pick for who I think will win the Men's Royal Rumble. But I would assume that if, say, Bobby Roode won, that he and Charlotte would not win the mixed match challenge. But then again, you know, anything could happen. Anyway, um, okay, so let's talk about all of these teams. Uh, we, in week one, we have Finn Balor and Sasha Banks versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalia. Um, their videos have been the weirdest so far. Um, I don't think Natalia understands Shinsuke's timing because uh, he likes to wait. A lot before he delivers, like, his punchline. Like, he was doing his thing, and then she's, like, trying to fill that silence by his building up to the meow at the end of his whole shtick. Um, but anyway, it's still a lot of fun, and she's she keeps dressing up two paws, uh, one of her cats, as Nakamura. And that's pretty funny, too. Anyway, Battler Banks, they're totally going to win that first round right? I think so. That's the only match that's happening uh, between now and recording the next episode. So that's my prediction. Balor and Banks wins the first round. Uh, week two, we have The Miz and Oscar versus Big E and Carmella. Um, oh, this is a tough one right off the bat. Uh, I, could, I could see Big E getting the win, pinning The Miz. Um, that way, Oscar. Still, it, I don't think it would affect her undefeated status as uh, not only is it her partner that's getting pinned, but uh, it's uh, ma- her male partner. Uh, in week three, Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss versus Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. Um, Strowman and Bliss are definitely going to win that one. Like, I really want... Becky to win the whole thing. That would be so amazing for Becky to win the whole thing. And Sammy too, but mostly Becky. Uh but going right off the bat, starting out against Braun Strowman and Alexa, yeah, they're not a chance. They're they're going to the end. I'm pretty sure. But that's okay because if Zane and Lynch are eliminated. They can be voted back in for that second chance in week eleven. Same with Miz and Asuka. Uh, if both of the both of them are eliminated, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. They could split the votes, and then somebody else gets a, a weird bump and and gets that spot instead. Well, we'll find out. Um, Goldust and Alicia Fox. This is week four. Goldust and Alicia Fox versus. Um, Naomi and Jimmy Uso. I think Naomi and Jimmy have this round in the bag. Next we have Elias and Bailey. We were going to get Samoa Joe and Bailey, but Samoa Joe got injured. And so the second place for the fan vote was Elias. And so we get the wacky waving walk with Elias team. Wacky waving um wwe also stands for wacky waving entrance yes (laughs) um they're facing rusev and lana team rusev day ravishing rusev day oh man um i i really have no idea um that's the toughest to choose between in this first round uh i'm going with ravishing rusev day And then uh, week six, we have Apollo Crews and Nia Jax versus Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Roode and Flair definitely are going to win this match, no matter who is the one in the ring. Uh, Because Charlotte has beaten Nia Jax before, and Bobby Roode will definitely be able to put away Apollo Crews. However, we will have that – we will possibly have – the extra worldwide factor with Titus O'Neill and Dana Brooke there at ringside. If they make the journey over to the SmackDown arena on Tuesday night to join their teammate Apollo, uh, Nia Jax refusing to join them in Titus worldwide. That could be a factor in whether or not they actually do that. But I, I don't know. Enzo will be there because he's there for 205 Live, maybe he'll lend a hand as well. Uh, so those are my first round picks. Who I want to win is Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch, but who's probably going to win would be Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. However, I would not be surprised. It would be really, really neat if Biggie and Carmella won. Because they, I think, are going to be the most entertaining team of this whole thing. Because you have the rest of the New Day providing their flapjack support and training. So uh, I'll, I'll be talking about each round of this tournament, each week of this tournament, as it happens. It'll be part of these regular episodes since it follows right after SmackDown anyway. Now, is that going to bump? They haven't really explained that yet. It's just going to bump. I assume it's going to bump 205 Live back, you know, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes um, to do just this one match. Kind of like they did with the uh, conclusion of the the Mayung Classic, the finale. It was only like a half an hour, and they still had 205 Live after that. But, uh, okay, so let's move on to the main event of Raw. All right, the rest of this episode I'm gonna get through pretty quick. I got all the the tangentials out of the way now. Um Balor Club versus the Shields. Um the club won the match and then the Mistrage uh, attacked Roman, uh hit him with a triple power bomb shield style. Uh we had that great magic killer and drop kick coup de grace combo from the club on Seth to, to win that match. Uh, that, that was a result of Jason Jordan trying to help things with the ref, but he distracted the ref for the other team. And that, uh, the club took advantage of that. I'm going to just call them the club. Balor club. It's, it's only one more syllable but it doesn't it doesn't float out of the mouth as easily i'm not sure if that's an actual phrase that anybody uses what floats out of anybody's mouths i guess you could be blowing bubbles um but that that's, that's probably about it okay smackdown uh we open with an aj styles interview renee young killing it every episode with all of her interviews and other stuff that she does shout out to Renee Young you're awesome anyway um AJ's talking about he's like I was trying to be sarcastic I said why don't you just put them in a handicap match against me and he's he's not happy about the Royal Rumble match against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the WWE championship it's a handicap match what other kind of ridiculous stuff is going to be added into there but at the same time, it's very funny that Daniel Bryan is just like, oh, that's what we'll do as, some, as soon as somebody slips up and says something dumb. Like when Chad Gable and Benjamin Shelton say, How many, do we, do we have to, what do we have to do to win the championship? What do we have to do to earn, beat them twice in the same night? So say, Wait, that's it. Put you in a two out of three falls match at the Royal Rumble. So that's four guys that will not be in the Men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, And we also will not have the tag teams of Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins because they'll be defending their championship against The Bar, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Probably not a two out of three falls match, but maybe that will be a two out of three falls match as well. Interesting that we will have american alpha in tag team championship matches at the royal rumble but not in the same match why are they in the match why are they in the match up next we had becky lynch versus ruby riot pretty great match I'd say this was the best match on SmackDown this week. So go watch it. Becky won by disarming her. Ruby Riot. Then we had the Ascension versus Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers dominated quickly and then continued the attack after the match. And the Fashion Popo did not come to the rescue. Uh, They seemed pretty adamant that they were not their best friends. They're not going to be there at ringside. Uh, But they gave the excuse they had their own match Later on against Rusev Day, uh, we had Bobby Roode at ringside um, at the commentary table scouting Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh because next week he will go up against whoever wins this match, and Mojo Raleigh is the one who won this match. Um, we had Gable and Benjamin, I've said about last week, I already talked about that. Daniel Bryan makes two out of three falls match at Royal Rumble. Orton backstage talks AJ Styles says that he is coming after that match I would love to see AJ Styles versus Randy Orton at whatever the next pay-per-view is or a pay-per-view after that for the WWE championship we saw them go head-to-head on Smackdown uh like the end of last summer or something I don't even remember when it was it was just so like out of nowhere and, and nothing was really made of it because neither of them had the championship at the time anyway. So there weren't really any steaks involved except for the ones that they ate at the steakhouse afterwards. No. Um, they, yeah, there wasn't a championship on the line or anything like that. So if we have a WWE championship match between AJ Styles and Randy Orton, oh my gosh, that would be pretty good oh and then uh shinsuke comes in and uh he two sweets the wwe championship says nice talk bye um that's an instance of like that's his style of delivering comedy his his timing of it is different and if randy or aj jumped the gun and tried to fill that space it would have totally ruined the moments okay so up next we had the match uh rusev day versus brisango um they officially enter the rusev rumble uh rusev and aiden english So there's two confirmed to be in there. Randy Orton is going to be in there. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be in there. And uh, I don't know who else from SmackDown is confirmed. Anyway, in a freak occurrence, Breezango pulls out a win, defeats Rusev Day. Rusev is shocked. This is the worst Rusev Day since last Rusev Day. This takes us to the main event of SmackDown this week. AJ, Randy, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, they, They have a somewhat normal match, despite it being a handicap match. That's already unusual. And Sami and Kevin kind of try to bail on it, giving the other team the win. But Shane, who does not want these guys to ever win comes out and says, no, restart the match. I don't want you guys to lose like you just did. There's no count outs now. So they restart the match. Things are going on. And then Kevin attacks, uh, I think it was Randy, with a chair. He's disqualified. And then Shane comes out and says, yeah, okay, you lost again. But I want you to lose that way. I'm saying like this because it's it's getting it's silly. It's kind of, it's getting kind of silly here. <clears throat> Why would he keep restarting and giving them a chance to win um, when they're both of these times they lost? But uh, he restarts. It. It's no de- no disqualifications. Anything goes. Whatnot. And uh, the perfect quote about this match uh cory says this is crap uh kind of describing the the situation of the, them having to restart the match and keep on fighting and all that kind of thing there it's already three on two and they won and they they lost once they lost again and then they they lo- they lose a third time i guess that's a thing that he could have been going for i wanted to lose so bad they win three, they lose three times in one night I guess that's something, but but not really. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we, the the match is won by an RKO and a pin to Sami Zayn, and uh, I guess we'll see what happens next week. I it, I'm not super excited about this whole thing until it actually evolves into whatever it's leading towards, because uh, it's been so so many weeks now of the same sort of thing it's like oh okay, yeah aj versus kevin now aj versus sammy you okay, know aj versus kevin and sammy except now it's aj and randy and shinsuke and armor versus so i hope things develop and something just mind-blowing that all of this is like oh it's it was worth the way it was a slow burn kind of but now we have the club involved or now we're actually going to see Daniel Bryan get involved in the ring doing stuff something we'll see all right uh 205 live this is going to be really quick cuz i wrote literally one sentence for each match that happened one of them wasn't even really a match um the the biggest thing that i that i came came away that i took away from this episode was that Enzo was considering getting a tramp stamp of a Ford logo? Not a good not a good idea. Not even for the punch to be the punchline of a joke in a, in a hypothetical situation is that good to have bouncing around in your head. Get it out of there, Enzo.'ll nobody's day is going to be made better <laughs> by even the thought. Of a trans stamp of the Ford logo, even if it is to mean that he's built Ford tough. Anyway, uh the opening match of the night, TJP versus Grand Metallic. Um, uh, Metallic wins with a Metallic driver, and TJP throws a big old tantrum. So I'm really glad that Grand Metallic is ba- I was wondering where he was last week. And now we just need lince Dorado back, we need Callisto back in action. Like, seriously, we have the train, right? We have an abundance of villains on 205 Live. Why not create this stable? You have four awesome lucha wrestlers. Gran Metalik, Lince Dorado, Kalisto, Sin Cara. Get them all together. They just dominate. They don't even have to do pro. They just come out. It's just these four guys in masks kicking butt flipping all over the place and they just make drew gulak go out of his mind every week we have a four on four match they uh finally let's uh uh Nice back into the mix so we have enzo and drew gulak and ari daivari and uh tony Nice versus the the lucha dragons 2.0 <laughs> they're a whole dragon's lair um and the it, it, just the the most epic four on four match that you've ever seen on WWE. it would be great. Just do it. Come on. Okay. Anyway, uh, we had Jack come out and uh, he he says he's here to ruin Hideo Itami's life, and then uh, Tommy comes out and beats him up, beats him up a bit. Uh, I think there's the I think he utilized the umbrella or something to be honest i wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to a lot of stuff this week anyway but uh as far as like individual moves and stuff so it might have been a lot of like really cool individual moments but i just kind of got the broad strokes of everything that happened and a few of the really cool micro moments that happened throughout uh we had tony nice versus cedric alexander cedric rolled up nice Aeneas was fighting to prove himself that he could be part of the Zotrain. Now, actually, he might have proven himself to be worthy of being on the Zotrain again. I wasn't exactly clear on this ending. Well, he lost because Cedric rolled him up. And uh, after he was pretending, well, it he was pretending that he hurt his ankle. And it turned out that it was to mock enzo for hurting his ankle the night before um so uh yeah cedric wins the match zo yells at nice to get out of the ring and then cedric hits enzo with the lumbar check there's some other stuff that happens also but those are the main things of it so i'm not exactly sure if enzo is just telling him to get out of here so that he could go face to face with this guy he handle it he's just being a distraction or something or if he's telling to get out that he's not part of the Zoe train or something like that uh, i don't know i guess we'll see next week if they follow up on any of that. um we did see on um on main events let's talk about that before nxt nxt was the best episode of this week in my opinion but uh on main event We had uh, Dana Brooke versus Alicia Fox with a really good ending to this match. Uh, Dana Brooke had Titus and Apollo at uh, ringside rooting her on. That's kind of a cool like reverse valet situation that's instead of, you know, like a tag team with the female valet, we have Dana Brooke here with Titus and Apollo at her side. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Anyway, uh she's fighting Alicia Fox and she goes for this like backhand spring. I think it's uh normally she does it into like a back elbow into the corner, um, to her opponent. Uh but Fox she she lifts up, gets her legs up, and just kicks the hell out of the back, out of Dana Brook's back, so you're face planting uh forward um into the mat it is it's pretty Pretty great, pretty great moment. Um, The rest, there there are some good parts in the rest of the match, but uh, the ending is the highlight for sure. And then we also had Mustafa Ali and Akira Tozawa team up to fight Drew Gulak and Arya Devari. And uh, the good guys won as Mustafa Ali pinned Drew after the 0-5-4. Okay, so let's talk about... NXT episode 429 last week we had the 2017 recap show the highlights show two hour uh, summary of all of the events of the year this episode we get right into it setting up what's happening now don't care about any of that junk we're not even going to show you ember moon at all What did she come out i don't think we even saw ember yeah, we did. We did. It's the first thing. It's literally the first sentence in my notes here. Uh, so we had Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai. Oh, man. Go watch Go watch this whole episode. I'm going to say this after every match. You got to watch this match. Just watch the whole episode. Um, Shayna just stomped the hell out of Dakota's elbow. And, uh, you know, they... Even in the, the 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 replay, slow motion replay still looks painful as hell. And then you, you kind of look closer and it's like, okay, I see how they did that without like actually making her arm unusable for the rest of her life. Um uh I'm not gonna I doubt that it was without pain, but it was at least without permanent injury. Even knowing and analyzing it and watching it over and over again, it still looks so painful. And then of course Dakota's uh reaction to it afterwards. Ah, and it's it just make. I'm not even watching the clip. I'm just thinking about it and it's making me wince in pain. I just think, like I I hope that I never experience anybody Stomping on my elbow um, from any direction. Um, so yeah, this is a great, great match. Uh, and Shane was about to attack while well, she put her into that uh, that uh, that chokehold, continuing the attack. And finally, Ember uh, r- runs out and uh, saves the day. But kind of, She doesn't attack, but she at least gets Shayna to stop by. Being uh, by making her presence known, I suppose. Uh, Regal had a lot of involvement in this episode. And this is a big part of setting up, like the the direction of this phase, the 2018 phase of NXT. Um, he approaches Shayna afterwards, says, "Whatever you're trying to do, I see right through your games." Uh, we had Cassius Ono versus Mendoza. I have a joke for you guys. What do you call Chris Hero? After he's enjoyed a day at the, the chili cook-off. Gaseous Ono. Okay, so uh, there's some great moments in this match. Uh, we had Ono just walking around with Mendoza. Trying to get him in a headlock. But he just like kind of stands up a little bit. And then walks around. And um, there's this crazy move. Where he flips him just off, right off of his feet. And then kicks him. Square in the face. Uh Cassius Ono wins this match. Uh I am all for Ono getting built back up into just the powerhouse. He was he was able to take Lars Sullivan to his limits. And I can't wait to see what happens next. That 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 kick to the face, man, man. It was no stomp to the elbow, but it was still pretty pretty brutal. Uh, We had an interview with Johnny Gargano interrupted by Velveteen Dream. I forget exactly what they said, so I'll try to recreate it and risk misinterpreting it. But I think basically Velveteen Dream uh, is taking credit for Johnny Gargano being where he is because of his involvement with Aleister Black or whatnot. Then we had Leo Rush versus Lars Sullivan. Leo Rush was murdered and then when the match was called in favor of Lars Sullivan, Leo Rush got murdered again. And before the match even started, before Lars Sullivan even got to the ring, I, I wrote the word dead. Because that's the, that's the only prediction you can make when you see Lars Sullivan about to fight anybody who is smaller than Lars Sullivan. Uh, after the match but before he killed Leo Samora, he challenged issued a challenge to Killian Dan meanwhile backstage the undisputed attacked Eric Young backstage making him unable to challenge the undisputed era Fish and O'Reilly the tag team champions um for those championships Uh, So they come out, they're feeling really good about themselves, like, yeah, we got nothing to worry about. Nikki Cross tries to attack, the rest are holding her back, she wants revenge for what they did to her leader, her fearless leader, Eric Young, Um, but uh, they're they're able to subdue her, get her out of there. Regal comes out, and he says, "Uh, well, you you gotta defend your championships. And then before he's able to continue, Roderick Strong says, I'm gonna do it. And then Alster Black comes out and says, me too. Regal says, I'll allow it. They head to the ring. Tag team championship match. Oh, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, It's not surprising that two guys who uh, are not a known tag team did not win the championship. However, it also wouldn't have been surprising if they did as we saw the exact same thing happen on raw so i'm glad the same thing that happened on raw didn't happen here with two randos put together and being champions now at least as arlen sheamus they had a long build-up to to putting them together as a tag team seth and jason jordan it's basically like let's just annoy seth what can we do to annoy seth more this week hey have we done enough To annoy Seth Rollins this week, in this hour of the show? We annoyed him in hour one of Raw. How can we annoy him and Roman Reigns in hour two? Let's have Jason Jordan talk some more. And then, of course, they're all in the main event for hour three. So we can annoy Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns some more. Opening segment next week, Jason Jordan annoys Seth Rollins. So O'Reilly pins Strong, and then the era attacks Black after the match. Um, The the, the commentator's freaking out. I got some help out here. It's slammed into a chair. They do their kind of, I guess if you practice it enough, it's, it's not as difficult to do. But I really have to. Think about how to make the Undisputed Era hand signal signs. The UE. I'm doing it right. It doesn't matter that I'm doing it right now. I could not be doing it right now and say that I am. that I successfully. But I, it's hard to do that. I guess if you're always doing it, you'll get good at it. But it even looked like not all three of them were really good at it yet. That they had to kind of work at it, get it in the place, and like, okay, I crossed those two fingers, and okay, is it backwards for okay, good, U E, that was Era. Um, uh, what happened after that? Oh, then Regal as they're heading up the entrance ramp. Oh, this whole episode and the next two episodes are filmed in Georgia. At a arena, it didn't seem like it was much larger than their studio, and um, at full sale. But it was cool to see it in, in kind of a different space, and uh, things are a lot tighter. It's interesting to see the commentators right next to the ring. They could see them actually talking in some of the shots, which you don't really see when they're up by the the entrance. You see them when. They're making their entrances but not during the actual matches anyhow uh they're heading back up up the ramp and regal is there and he says to cole all right take over you're fighting alistair black in an extreme rules match so i hope you're happy about that i'm pretty happy about that i think mean, that's gonna be pretty awesome uh i would I would really, 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 really like to see, to to be at this takeover in person. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, there are some matches to be really excited about. The possibility of Johnny Gargano winning the NXT championship from Andrade San Almas. Oh, I didn't even write anything about that down. There's a pretty great uh, promo from Selena Vega, primarily uh, talking about Johnny Gargano and the championship and all that. That was really cool. Um the possibility of seeing Johnny Gargano win the NXT Championship in person would be amazing. Uh, the tag team match stuff, uh, I'm not quite as quite as excited about, uh, cause, just because whichever tag team wins, I'm I'm equally happy about, basically. Um, and then the, I don't think we even have a, a women's match announced for takeover yet because we have Shayna Baszler, but she's getting threatened by Regal. Like as long as you keep doing this, you're not going to come anywhere close to that NXT championship. So I'm sure that all of this is going to develop way more in the next two episodes. Cause this is part one of three setting up for Take over Philly. So, anyway, that's it for this week. NXT was awesome. Go watch it. I know I just told you who won all the things, but it's still pretty great. Last thing I want to say about NXT and this week is that, well, Dakota Kai is injured. So, I hope we see her back on NXT TV sooner than later. It, doesn't seem like she's going to be able to be in the royal rumble that would be amazing who in nxt is going to be in the royal rumble that's a big big question both in the men's and the women's it's more likely that we're going to get more from the nxt women's division in the royal rumble match but uh i think we could possibly see depending on uh who wins the nxt championship i think the person who doesn't win it the loser of that match i think will be in the royal rumble and uh as far as the wins division go gotta get ember moon in there the iconic duo in there if they come out as one entrance that'd be kind of uh interesting maybe we already have all of the new arrivals from nxt oh i didn't talk about Paige getting injured oh my gosh What awful bad luck. But the rest of Absolution, they are in the Women's Royal Rumble match. They also have all of the Riot Squad will be in that match. So that leaves, well, with everybody who's able to be in it, so you don't have the champions in there, you still have like eight or so spots that could be returning people. Maybe we'll see Beth Phoenix in there. Maybe we'll see Michelle McCool. Maybe we'll see some NXT folks, some Mae Young Classic folks, Candace LeRae, Serena Deeb, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey. I don't know. Uh, so I, 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 I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited at the prospects. I hope that there are at least like four solid surprise so that's they they don't announce like all but one person that they leave these four mystery spots that we have absolutely no idea who those four spots could be and of course in the men's royal rumble match uh, number 30 will be roman reigns okay so that's it for this week Let me know what you thought about everything this week by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back next week with all the same weekly shows, plus the Mixed mixed Matcha Challenge, the Meow Mixed Matcha Challenge. I'm going to add on more and more M's that pertain to everybody um, or just pertain to whoever's fighting that week. Um, This first round, the Meow Mix Challenge. Um, uh, So stay tuned for all of that next week and beyond and the Royal Rumble and the Takeover and all those coming up. Let me know what you're excited about and I'll see you next time. Bye.